It is Monday, February 1st, 2021, and you are tuned into Dirt Tracker Daily. I'm Justin Fiedler. Today on the show, we dive into the racing from the weekend, including Lucas at East Bay and the All-Stars at Screven. Got some thoughts on Tyler Erb. We'll talk about the TRD Sprint Car Engine. There's some more USAC announcements and more, so let's jump in. The Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series closed out there six nights at East Bay over the weekend. We talked a lot last week about how crazy the racing has been, and that continued over the final two nights. On Friday night, the madness started early in the program with Tyler Erb and Mason Ziegler tangling in a heat race, which led to Erb retaliating after the checkered flag. Lucas officials decided to park Erb for the rest of the night after that. More on that in a bit. In the night's feature, Brian Shirley sat on the pole of the 50-lapper, but he would not finish there. We saw five different leaders and five lead changes with Shirley, Jimmy Owens, Mike Marler, Tim McCready, and Brandon Overton all taking their turns out front. Just past halfway on lap 29, Overton took the lead from McCready and he held off the field over the final 22 laps to grab his first win on the season. Overton had been the most consistent driver all week and the win helped him extend the points lead headed into Saturday night. A lot of big names struggled again on Friday night with Owens, Brandon Shepard, Mike Marler, Shirley, Pierce, and Jonathan Davenport all finishing outside the top 10. On Saturday night, Tyler Erb rebounded from getting parked on Friday to grab the win and become the first driver with multiple Lucas victories this season. He led twice for 24 laps, including the final 18 to take the win over Jonathan Davenport, Brandon Shepard, Tim McCready, and Hudson O'Neill. It was a nice run from Davenport after a brutal week that included five finishes of 14th or worse. Leaving East Bay with the series now headed to Bubba Raceway Park tonight and tomorrow, Brandon Overton leads the series points by 90 over Hudson O'Neill. Devin Moran, Brandon Shepard, and Josh Richards round out the top five. Overton's streak of top 10 runs continued, and he's the only driver to finish top 10 in all seven races so far in 2021. We've also still not had a winner from the poll. Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series is back in action tonight at Bubba Raceway Park. You can watch free on the Mav TV Facebook page. Back to the Tyler Erb discussion and his antics on the racetrack. He made a big show back on January 6th, tweeting out his certificate of completion for the anger management course. He was required to take for reinstatement for Ward of Outlaws and dirt car events following his ridiculous behavior in 2020 at the USA Nationals. You might remember him driving backwards around the track under caution to retaliate against Bobby Pierce. But after what we saw this week, it's clear he hasn't really learned anything. He justifies the way he races by talking about racing for a living and all he cares about winning and he's going to be uh, aggressive to get it done. You know, and, and things are all well and good until someone decides to race him the way he races other. When he gets doored or slid dirty or fed a right rear, that temper comes out. I have no problem with him wanting to race that way, but you can't then turn around and get mad when guys do the same to you. He wants to compete for wins and championships, and there's no doubt that he's one of the most talented late model racers in the country capable of doing that. But until he can find a way to keep his emotions in check, he's just going to be a driver that wins periodically and becomes a sideshow a few times a year. And full disclosure here, he's made it clear on several occasions that he doesn't think very much of me, which is fine. I leave my feelings at home. I think the late model community as a whole could be doing more to help grow the sport, and he's the perfect candidate to lead the way. Young, brash, and talented. He clearly didn't like my stance, though, but he's never going to uh, win a championship and take that next step until he can quit doing dumb stuff that gets him suspended from a sizable portion of the late model season and getting kicked out of series races. Regardless of how I or anyone else feels about how he handles himself, you can't put yourself in big holes against these guys and expect to climb out of them. They're just too good. For his own sake, I hope he figures it out sooner rather than later. 
The All-Star Circuit of Champions opened their 2021 season over the weekend with two nights at Screven Motor Speedway in Georgia. This early part of the schedule in Florida and Georgia is just for money and trophies, with points not being awarded until Attica in April. On Friday night, it was Donnie Schatz who earned his first sprint car win of the year. He took the lead from Tyler Courtney on lap 18 and drove away over the final 13 laps to the win. Aaron Reitzel finished second, Courtney third, Carson Short was fifth, and Sam Hafer, fourth, and Sam Havercheep Jr was fifth. On Saturday, it was three-time champion Reitzel earning the win with his new Roth Motorsports team before his rookie run with the Outlaws begins. Kyle Reinhardt finished uh, a really impressive second with Sam Haverteep third, Schatz fourth, and Justin Peck fifth. Schatz was also a hard charger after needing to start in the night's B-Main. He actually transferred to the feature following his heat race but missed the scales afterwards and was scored in last place. Sheldon Hoddenshield showed speed both nights, leading laps, uh, but he didn't get the finishes he wanted after incidents in both races. We've talked a lot on the show about how wide open the All-Star chase is going to be this season, and we definitely had glimpses of that this weekend. Lots of guys show speed, including Courtney, Reinhardt, and Peck. The All-Stars head tonight and tomorrow to East Bay before Volusia later in the week. The prediction formula likes Reitzel for tonight. He's coming off the win, and he had a, uh, a win and a fourth-place finish at East Bay in 2020. Uh, this could also be a good track for Ian Madsen to grab a win. He finished second both nights at East Bay last season. You can watch all of the action live tonight on Flow Racing. One of the underlying storylines from this weekend's All-Star Opener at Screven Motor Speedway was the debut of the Toyota 410 Sprint Car engine. When hearing rumblings for several years about the possibility of a TRD engine, especially with their success in the midget ranks. It sounded like development started in earnest in 2020, and the last I heard was we'd see the engine on track for the first time, most likely in the spring. But this weekend, it showed up under the hood of Geo Selzy's KCP Racing entry. Geo has been in the Toyota pipeline, making several pavement starts last year, so it wasn't a complete surprised that he was the first to run it. I honestly thought, though, that we'd see it for the first time with somebody like Christopher Bell behind the wheel. Bell has his own sprint car and has been one of the top prospects to come out of TRD's driver development program. On the opening night, Gio qualified fourth, finished fourth in his heat, fourth in his dash, and seventh in the feature after starting eighth. On night two, he timed third, was third in his heat, won the first dash, and finished sixth after starting on the pole. I feel like this creates an interesting dynamic now with traditional 410 design of most engines being based on the Chevy platform, the Tony Stewart racing cars running the new Ford 410, and now Gio showing up with the first TRD engine. It's great to see some engine competition among manufacturers, and I wouldn't be shocked to see the TRD engine in victory lane soon. If you missed it, check out the Flow Racing video where Chet Christner interviewed Gio about the new TRD power plant. Over the weekend, we finally got a look at the full-time roster for Keith Coons Motorsports with the USAC National Midgets. The team will campaign a squad of six drivers in pursuit of the championship in 2021. Bryant Wiedemann, Buddy Kofoid, Kaylee Bryson, Dazen Persley, Brenham Crouch, and Tanner Carrick will all run for the team owned by Coons and Pete Willoughby. Wiedemann and Crouch will run for Rookie of the Year, while Bryson and Persley will be looking for their first series wins. Carrick is a past series winner that will be looking to improve upon his seventh place finish in the standings in 2020, while Kofoid will be a serious contender for the championship with him finishing just behind Wyndham, Tyler Courtney, and Tanner Thorson last season. And just yesterday, we found out that USAC National, the, the rookie class for the USAC National Midgets gained another driver with the announcement that Hayden Reinbold will run the full schedule this season with the team owned by his father, Andy Reinbold. 
Hayden joins Bryant Wiedemann, Brenham Crouch, Austin Barnhill, and Chase Randall as rookies with the series. Reinbold isn't coming in without experience, though. The 16-year-old driver made 19 appearances with USAC in 2020, making four features with a best finish of 17th at Arizona Speedway in November. He was also an I-Main runner in the Chili Bowl in his rookie attempt a few weeks ago. The USAC National Midget schedule begins this Friday night at Bubba Raceway Park in Florida. We'll talk more about that later in the week. Announced back on Friday in a piece for Sprint Car and Midget uh, by Jacob Seelman, two past Dirt Tracker Conversations episodes guests are teaming up to go racing for 2021. Ayrton Jenaton, who was actually the first guest I ever had, is joining forces with Josh Boffman and the owners of Fisher Body Shops uh, to move into 410 racing nearly full-time in 2021. The team plans 65 races this season, which includes events like the Jackson Nationals and the Ironman 55 at Peevely. Jenaton will still run some of the bigger 360 shows, but will make 410 racing his focus. They plan on debuting with the World of Outlaws on February 19th at Magnolia Motor Speedway. Jenaton has made 16 outlaw starts the last two seasons with a best finish of 13th. He did that twice at 34 Raceway last July and Lake Ozark last May. He was also the 2020 uh, champion for the ASCS Warrior Region. He garnered some attention last season during the outlaw race at Terre Haute where he ran a top five before an incident ended his night. With more experience and support, he could be a lesser-known driver to take a big step forward in the sprint car ranks this year. In Short Track Super Series action over the weekend, Stuart Friesen grabbed his first win of the year on Friday night at Bubba Raceway Park. He topped Mike Maresca, Eric Rudolph, Max McLaughlin, and Billy Decker. It was Friesen's first win at Bubba, and it was worth $6,000. On Saturday night, it was Mike Guler who grabbed the Sunshine at Swing Finale over Rudolph, Decker, Tyler Seary, and Matt Shepard. The Short Track Super Series is now off until mid-March. A lot of these modified competitors, though, will stick around in Florida to race at Volusia for Dirt Car Nationals starting February 9th. There will be a new Conversations episode later today, this one featuring USAC's Richie Murray. We talked 2020, the 2021 schedule, who to watch the season among the three national series, and a lot more. You can check that out before the 2021 USAC season opens this weekend. Find the show in this podcast feed or the Dirt Tracker YouTube channel. There are three items on the streaming schedule today. Besides Flow 24-7, Flow Racing has the All-Stars at East Bay Raceway Park, and MAV-TV Plus has the Lucas Oil Late Model Dirt Series from Bubba Raceway Park. To see the full daily streaming schedule with links to watch, visit dirttracker.com slash watch tonight. That's it for the show today. Hope everybody has a good Monday. You can find Dirt Tracker Daily on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or where you get podcasts. Please subscribe and leave a review. You can also watch the show every day on YouTube and Facebook, and those likes and subscribes on YouTube are appreciated as well. You can email the show at info at dirttracker.com. I do check those every single day. You can follow Dirt Tracker on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Dirt Tracker. You can check out the website for all kinds of cool dirt racing stuff by visiting dirttracker.com. If you'd like to get email updates from Dirt Tracker, you can sign up at dirttracker.com slash newsletter. And you can follow me personally on Twitter at Justin underscore Fiedler. Thanks everybody for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow for more Dirt Tracker Daily.